Hey, Gabriel Blake. Hey, Gabriel Jose. Where are we today? I don't know where we are. Mo- Mochicha in San Francisco. Mochica. 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 Yeah, I don't think that this qualifies as a dive bar, but... Well. Absolutely not. $15 cocktails. <laughs> it does not mean a dive bar. Look, we didn't actually go to a bar for a very long time. I think that we can afford these. We can. Okay. <laughs> and we did try like four other dive bars. And yeah, they were either true. full or closed. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. All right. So, what did we watch this time? This was your pick, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. We watched Gaspar Noe film Love. Yeah. And I, uh, I picked it because we discussed some time ago that I had watched Climax. And I wasn't convinced if I like Gaspar Noe or is, not. Is that the only film of his? Yes, think? yes. I wanted to watch uh, Enter the Void. I think that maybe it was like a scene of Irreversible. And I remember like all the controversy that came out about it, you know, but it, like, uh, with this one, I didn't even know about it. I only like, just saw it once on, uh, on Netflix. I had it on my list, and I said everything that goes into your list, you never watch. And did you mention a couple of weeks ago? So that was the rationale, you know? About, like, I wanted to watch it too. Yeah. So, what is it about? Um, fucking. What did they call it? It's a sentimental erotism? Yes, sentimental erotism. So, it's about a, a guy, a, an American living in Paris. His name is Murphy. He goes to film school, and the movie starts out, he... I don't think they're married, but he has. he's living with a woman with yeah. whom he has a... What, one-year-old, two-year-old? And he's miserable. They are married. It was in the description, and I was surprised that they were married. So he's miserable, and then he gets a phone call that one of his ex-girlfriend, his, like, the love of his life ex-girlfriend has been missing for two months, and so then he starts to relive his relationship with her through the moments when they had sex. And then we just watch them have sex and be mean to each other for two hours. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a good summary. They basically porn and fights. Yep, porn and fights, really yeah. fucked up porn. Uh, 100% unsimulated. Yeah. Incredibly graphic. Mm-hmm. Murphy's penis is a stronger character than Murphy's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, as a person, you mean? Or as an actor? As an actor. <laughs> I actually want to be asking you something. So, do you think that any of the actors or actresses were good on this on this movie tour? Um, nothing stood out as like, wow, Murphy. I was annoyed when he had lines to deliver. Oh yeah, <clears throat> like that. You messaged me during that part where he's like, I want to make movies with blood and common. What's yeah. the other one? Uh, tears. Blood, tears, and sperm. Why don't we see authentic sex in movies? Like, I mean, he was so self-referential, Gaspar Noe, in this film. Yeah. I wanted to murder him. Well, I mean, the thing that I would say is, like, I had the same kind of feeling about it. All the acting on these movies, terrible. But then I was checking the, uh, the actresses, the two girls, the children girls. And the funny thing with them is, like, they didn't have any other role of the career. But this guy, the main guy, did. And he has always been bad. I saw him in Devs recently, and he's like, he's cringe-worthy. He only is there like for two episodes or something, but he's like, that guy is not a good actor. But I had the feeling that there is something about like a woman being completely naked on the street, that I think that it marks their career more than a guy coming on the street. You mean that 
you could like come on the actresses' faces, and it's no big deal. Exactly, but it won't be like that. Uh, but like, no, no, your career is over. Yeah, you see him climax multiple times. Um, yeah, he's in a lot of good movies, yep. like Nocturnal Animals. He was in the Neon Demon. I don't remember him in the. I mean, I don't say that he's a main actor, you know, but he's like he has yeah. other roles. There's other roles, you know. Um. So that opening shot, do you remember? It's him and Electra. Electra, and it's a very nicely filmed sex scene. All the cinematography is impressive. It's really, really it's, incredible. It's, it's, it's a piece of art, you know, like the cinematography. And the music is also good. I like it too, but it's a mean. The script, there were like some parts that I thought, okay, this could have been good if the delivery was better. But it almost felt, you know what else it made me think of? Of that VR porn video that we discussed about the cake maker. I thought, that, oh, this is, this is a train break. He said, okay, I understand that you wanted to do this, Gaspar Noe. Now you wanted to make like something that it was a simulated size. And this was probably what you could use. He said, you're not going to have a Meryl Streep like. Is Jennifer Lawrence is not going to be like saying, like, yeah, I want to do a simulated. It's Gaspar Noe. It's you know, it's the dream of my life. So from that perspective, I felt like, well, it's a pity that they didn't have like better actors for just checking if this was as good as it could have been. You know, what was like the full potential of it? Because I think that the actors were not good. The cinematography was as was astonishing, and I think that the story itself is true that there is not too much to it from the perspective of the guy like just thinking about the kind of relationship that he has with her. There are like multiple points that I felt that they were like pretty wrong, pretty like this is like when the neighbor is like oh. And seventeen, this mod is a oh god! I love Europe. Is a no. That's this. That's pedophilia. What's the age of consent in France? Do you know? Is it sixteen? Probably sixteen. Yeah. So it's not. It's okay there. It's legal. <laughs> it is still, you know, it's a bit weird. You know, it's like that kind of. And that's the other thing. The thinking in climax on this one is like, I don't know how I feel about this Argentinian director like being so in love with what France is about. But, I mean, he was born in Argentina, but he's lived in France for like 40 years, right? Oh, 40 years? Yeah. I don't remember how long, but it's like, climate is the same thing when it starts, it's like, this movie is unapologetically French. And on this one, that they mention multiple times, I don't know exactly what was unapologetically French about that movie, but... Uh, From climax, yeah. It's yeah. obnoxiously French. <laughs> well, <laughs> the only French thing that I think is like, is the, uh, the flag. But in this case, is that there is a scene with Electron just covering herself naked with the French flag. Mm. And then there is also like all the comments when uh, the kid is in the police station. And the guy is like, no, that's in America. Here, in France, is that we don't do things like that. Let your lover experience desire. Exactly. <laughs> that was... Okay, so he escaped the dictatorship. So his family emigrated to France in 1976 to avoid basically getting murdered by okay. the dictatorship. And he was born in 63, so he was 13 when they moved. Okay. No, that's, then that is fair. So he's most, more friends than I didn't think. Yeah, so I don't know. The funny thing is, after watching this movie, I don't think that this movie lives up to its full potential. Mm-hmm. I think that they, there are like several parts. If someone else would have written the script instead of being like his own producer, I think that he would have been better. I think that his talent as a screenwriter may not be 
Top yes. notch. <laughs> I think as a director, he's extremely talented. Oh, yeah. But he's like M. Night Shyamalan that's like pretty good at directing, but because he wants to write yeah, his own stuff, it's like, no. No, don't do that. Yeah. So uh, I think that that's the first thing. And the second thing is like the acting. It was not there. But it's like the problem is that you are you have to work with whatever you're given when you want to do something as crazy as this. But So I agree with you on everything you're saying, but I think he chooses lesser-known actors to make it feel more realistic, like Climax. Their like interactions feel super realistic. That's true, but it's like in climax you actually get people that they are dancers, and the dancers are amazing. Is that actually what sustains that movie? Is the dancer scenes and the long shots, the long days that they do? Is it that's amazing? But in this case, these are all like professional or actors and actresses <laughs> because they were not like that amazing either. You know, they feel like sure, you know, they're there. What did you think of the scene where? Electra tries to get him and maybe succeeded in having sex with a, a transgender yeah. woman. Uh, I felt weird, but it was not as weird. Like, the neighbor is 16. Let's just have sex with her. I thought it was like, well, that's boring, you know, their sexuality. And that's, that's the thing, is like, from, conceptual, from the conceptual perspective, it feels pretty honest. If it's pretty like relationship, it's true that they are built around sex, fights, and good moments. So it's like I felt like, okay, this is realistic from that perspective. This could have been an amazing movie. It was. I felt like it was very realistic showing... Uh, I don't think they were codependent. I don't know. I'll stay away from that word. It was a toxic relationship that they both oh, yeah. enjoyed a lot and was really bad for both of them. Yep. Also, they were all terrible people, all of them. I just... <laughs> there wasn't a single good person in that movie. Did Julio... The friend that sold the drugs. Did he have sex with uh, Electra? Because I don't think so. He always says no, but also he was a drug dealer that got her hooked on cocaine. Well, sure, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's the one that actually gave him the drugs, yeah. Yeah, so basically it's like uh, Marthy's a terrible human being. Oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. And I started out liking him. Yeah, in the beginning you don't know exactly if it's okay, you're the victim of the circumstances or what exactly happened, you know. But it's that when you start like just seeing, I think that there is like a shift in the mid uh, mid movie that he starts like just showing about like you're a piece of shit. Then like, after he goes to the police station, like you're a piece of shit. Is that there is no redeeming qualities about you? Also, I, I won't say too much, but when they go to the sex club and it's totally fine for him to like fuck three chicks. Oh yeah, but then he start, she like, starts no, to no, enjoy no. herself, and she's like, he's like, that's not okay. Yep, yep. But I also feel after watching the second movie of Gaspar Noé, is like I cannot decide if he's a provocator. You know, he likes like just provoke. Uh, yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, but you know, like you can be a, provo- a provoker and also like being some there and some other stuff. Or if he's an author. Kind of. <laughs> kind of, you know, like in the middle, you know. Or he's just, or he's just a troll. Yeah. Because the part of all, like, the American, all the messages about America, I don't think that you can just generalize in a huge country, all these kind of ideas, and just point it as bad stuff. Because at some point, I felt like, look, there is a bit of a critique about, like, how our relationship is lived in Europe, and how our relationship is lived in America, and how these two things actually collide, and things explode. But there is this kind of toxic I I feel like you're being very generous with Gaspar, <laughs> saying that there was any sort of commentary in this <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, I'm not completely sure if that was the intent, but there is a like, multiple references about him being American, about like him being the outsider of the culture, of the French culture. Okay. I'm not saying that this is just, you know, 
elevators or anything. <laughs> what did you think when Murphy picked out the name of his son with both women? And wh- what was the name he picked out? Gaspar. Oh. <laughs> and then the, uh, my, the, uh, the owner of the gallery is Noe. <laughs> I was this uh, so I was just looking up at his other films. I had to turn Irreversible off. I've never been so offended oh, by a film. Oh. Um, you must I, Enter the Void. Uh, I own Enter the Void. I fucking love that. Oh, you do? Okay. I, I, really want d- to I did it. ten years ago, but I saw it at Sundance. Oh, okay. So, maybe so you I, just I love snobby. everything I see at Sundance. I'm like, that was the most important film I've ever seen. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, so... I, I have a hard time with this film because they're often ultra, ultra violent because he wants movies made out of blood, drum, and tears. And yeah. he succeeds. So, Into the Void. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that I enjoyed being able to be in Gaspar Noe's film, yeah. his like, film world, without having to watch the worst things that humanity has to offer. Yeah. I mean, basically, was another image of all the bad things of humanity has to work with. I just thought he was comparing it, and I think that we also discussed about this, but I was comparing it in my mind with uh, Haneke. You're being awful. Oh, let, let me just, let me just continue, you know. But I had the feeling that it's a bottle of them that like to provoke the audience. They like to actually just sift their expectations about what is going on, you know, and just try to make you say, okay, yeah, we're terrible. You know, In this case, I don't think that it's generalized, but it's a bit more like those people, as you say, that everyone is terrible in that movie. So, but at the same time, is that he has more class when doing that. He's not like face value kind of okay. They're terrible because he actually goes to have sex with the neighbor. Yeah, I mean, Hanukkah is good at subtext. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure Gaspar Noé never learned the French word for subtext. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's I, I, I just feel like he's half big, you know, from that perspective. He still has, like, value of what he does. It's different from any other director. Is that I could actually just see climbers and see this, and there are aspects. You know, the cinematography is true that it's the same guy in one movie. Is it? Yeah, it's the like, second it. Uh, but he had a much better chance to shine here, right, in love. In love, you think? I did in climbers? I liked it in climbers, but those, like, artistic sex scenes, uh, those were so fucking beautiful. Yeah. I have to say that it got to a point that it would start to get bored with the sex. Oh yeah, it loses its like, oh, there's a, there's a direct <laughs> cock. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there's the, Murphy's dick again. Yeah, the, the only thing that I also have to say is uh, splurge. There is a couple of splurge in the climax moment that I felt like, look, yeah, we get it. You want to make this as provocative, you know, and as shocking to the audience as you can, but that is splurge. I don't think that that's, you know, normal. What did you think of the shot of the... That was pretty weird. That was one of the splurge ones. Yeah, so yeah. That, that comes from Enter the Void, and now he's so proud of that shot, he's used it in every single movie. Oh, so Enter the Void has exactly the same take about, yeah. like, a penis that going... Okay. Should I... Can I give you some spoilers? Sure, come on. Let's give it to me. So in Enter the Void, the Murphy character, the boy, dies, but his sister's alive, and his... Her boyfriend's fucking her, and you see the camera from inside her vagina, and he ejaculates into her and becomes pregnant with her brother. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Okay, yeah, I need to watch that. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's like I was saying, I didn't dislike it because I think what he's trying to do is, is great. 
but I don't think that it's up to the expectation. So, you know, to its full potential, I think the climax is closer to the full results. Yeah, least. I agree. Yeah, it's climax is a much much better film, yeah. and for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. I will say that. Um, so I watched the last hour and hour and a half of the Turin Horse, and I was so energized by the last 10, 15 minutes of that movie. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna watch Love. And I watched all two and a half hours right after that. Holy shit, you did it back to back. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that probably swayed the way I feel about it. Like, this is no Turin horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the thing is, like, when I think about photography, I think that both of them are great. Yeah, yeah. The cinematography is amazing. I think actually that I like more the cinematography on a. On this, on love, than in the Turing Force. Because in the Turing Force, it's very like by the book about like we only have this house. There are like so many takes that we can actually do with it. And is that with the, uh, with love, there are like plenty of scenes, not only when they're having sex, but also like when they're walking or when they're like just outdoors. It's like it's pretty clear that everything is like just shot in a way that you can just print that shot. And it will be amazing. Yeah, and did you also see that they have Emma on the, uh, the imposter? You remember Emma, the Fritz Lamb movie? I didn't notice that, but I noticed they had Birth of a Nation, yeah. which I was like, why? Yeah, because Gaspar noise. He likes yeah. to be like, ah, oh, racial something. He doesn't know what he's saying. <laughs> it's it's racial. racial. <laughs> and then there was another movie in his apartment, kind of by the baby's crib, that I can't remember. What Wasn't there a Metropolis one? I think that there was a Metropolis at someone's place. Yeah, I think you're right. There was a Metropolis. Yeah, like a vertical one, not like too wide. Whoever yeah. picked out the movie posters has good taste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Bertha Hanese was like a bit of a weird one when I saw it. Like, this doesn't fit in here, you know. What is the director of Bertha Hanese? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was just the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, sure, but it was like, there was a face to it. <laughs> <laughs> he had a name. He's uh, the father of a mother, mother editing in cinema. Is uh, Will Griffiths something like that? I would be very impressed if you knew that. It is D.W. Griffith. Yeah, I mean... I, I went to college. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I, there was a lot that I enjoyed about it. There was a lot I thought, well... Yeah. It was also a movie that did not need to be two hours and 20. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I agree. That was significantly longer than it should have been. Because since that is the kind of uh, resolution is just underwhelming. Is that you never know if they actually went... Uh, if she's dead or not. Oh yeah, yeah. They didn't resolve it. Yeah, is he only he only he only gets to that conclusion from the perspective. Okay, I talk. I remember once that she told me like if I ever I'm in pain, I'd rather be dead. But he said, well, but it has been like two years after you guys broke up. Was it two years? Yeah, it had to be because yeah. they broke up when she got pregnant yeah. and the kid was at least one. Yeah, yeah. She was kind of walking, right? Yeah, he was walking. Yeah, he walks into the shower into the bathtub. I like that scene, the final scene when they're in the uh, in the bathtub. Except he couldn't really cry, and it was so awkward. Look, it's what I'm telling you. It's like it's, the problem of this movie is basically the screenplay could have actually be like written by someone else. Is that the idea is good, and the base is okay. You know, but it's like I just feel like someone else could actually cook up done like a second pass and say, like, look, let's, let's just streamline, you know, let's just remove like half of the texts here, you know? So, would you watch it again? I may, I may, not right now, but it's like I would like to just watch more Gaspar Noé's movies and then just trying to analyze, like coming out to a conclusion about like how this is actually fair 
against the other ones. And what what would you watch next from you? For what? <clears throat> Sorry, what would you watch next from you, Gaspar? Uh, Enter the Void. I have it uh, on my queue. Uh, on film, yeah. They have it there. <laughs> I actually own the Blu-ray if you want to watch it. It's fine. I have it on film, yeah. <laughs> It's faster. It's, um, so... So I would not watch this again, and... Would you recommend it? I would recommend it to the right person, yeah. Like, I'd be like, well, if you want something that's just like, look how extreme I am. Yeah. But that's, look, that's, that's the funny thing that I was thinking about, is that, okay, we all acknowledge adults that sex is something that it exists in our world. There's that when you're with a partner, is that you're going to have sex with that person. No? I mean, that's how it works, yes. no? <laughs> so... Just given that principle, and just given that there are also like fights and uh, you know like good moments and everything is depicted, you say why skimping on the sex? Because like, I felt at some points, especially at the beginning, I felt like a bit uncomfortable. Then I felt like oh yeah, that makes sense. And then I felt like just more oh, okay. I see what you're trying to make. Like I said, that sex is part of how they connected with each other. It's part of what they bring them together. It's something that they enjoy together. Well, that and drugs was really the only two things that worked in their relationship. No, no, that's true. Yeah. But it's just removing the drugs that, let's say, that it, like, socially is not exactly the same standard as sex. Uh, I felt like it was brave I and mean, it makes sense, the perspective of having sex as a first-class citizen on the movie. It felt more honest, you know, and at that point I felt like, well, I wish that there was another director that I wouldn't be scared of just screwing up his career completely, adding sex. Unsimulated sex? Unsimulated sex. Let me tell you about a little movie called The Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. But look, but the problem there is like it's not about a relationship. That's the, the wrong part about that movie. I'm sorry, there was plenty of unsimulated orgies and that's, in that. And that's the point, the point that I stopped watching that movie. That's the point that I said, like, no, you went to farmers for three years. I said, no, you're crossing a line here. Let's have sex. Oh, no, let's have sex like if we were. Yeah. Oh, God. Um... Yeah, no, I see your point. And also, so I read a review of this movie in, it was published in a newspaper. It was the New York Times. It was the New York Times. <laughs> the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, the critic, I, I didn't look who the critic was, but she was making fun of America about how in our, in our like, highly regulated rating system for movies here, the, ended up the, who rates our movies? Oh, the, uh, oh, I don't remember. I want to say the NAACP, but it's not that rating <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Whoever. Anyway, uh, where they have firmly established that to Americans an orgasm is far more offensive than a murder. I was like, yeah. So, in, in that regard, I, I think good for shattering paradigms. Yeah, but. Honestly, I mean, I thought that it's like, I, it left me like in a middle ground about like, I'm not completely sure if I like it because there are things that they are like pretty good and it could have been like better. But they were like some other parts, they were like so cringe worthy. That is like, why? Why didn't you go like the food when you actually just like put a bit more of effort into this and just make it a bit more elevated? And then at that point I was thinking, like, is he even capable of doing something elevated? I'm sure, I'm sure he is capable. I don't think he wants to. Well, because he's a troll. Yeah, yeah, sucker. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I do think he is talented enough that if he wanted to take a more mainstream script and just like make it into something really powerful and beautiful, he could do it. No, that's true. Oh, no. I mean, I think that, as we usually say, like artistically, this was amazing. 
I don't know if I would recommend it because they have like I probably would actually ask things like, how do you feel about porn in your movies? Is <laughs> that like, oh you have never watched a movie with porn? Introduce you to this one. I have a funny anecdote about this movie. My coworker, he's the guy that his friends go to for movie recommendations, and so he had only read very basically what this movie was and about its relationships and sex and they don't they don't go to you. This is a coworker, oh, gotcha. not, and it's his friends, like his social oh, gotcha. And um, he hadn't seen it, but had it on his queue because he read good reviews, and so he recommended it to like five or six of his female friends who started treating him a little differently. <laughs> After watching it, yeah, <laughs> Until I can he see figured that. it out. Why yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, what would you rate this? Uh, I honestly don't know. I mean, I'm a bit torn. You know, I'm between like a five and a six. I was going to go with a five point five. Yeah, I mean, I think that it was also with a 5.5 because I think that it has potential to be more. So from yeah. that perspective, I'm not going to be like giving it as more than a 6. I think the photography is great, but it's like the problem is like in most of the cinematography, they are like these two people that they can barely are for, for their lives. Did you really think that Electra was that bad? I didn't think she was distractingly bad like Murphy. I think that what her name were like just change worthy. The scene where they are like talking about uh, their favorite movie and she start like talking about the poem. Uh, she start like just reciting this poem. I feel like, <laughs> like, like the only I is when I started like, just thinking about the cake maker. I was thinking that the only thing that it would make words like I love poetry. <laughs> Rose just I read is <laughs> the only thing that I could have in words. And that's a first one, you know, it's like I don't the the women are like Extremely gorgeous, and the guy is—he's okay, I guess. Yeah, he's a handsome kid. Yeah, he's a handsome kid, but he's—he's a bit more like Luke. I—I'm pretty sure that you try to go, you know, to some acting, uh, sorry, like to some actor uh, agencies, and when you presented the script, everyone said like, "No." I'm so curious as to where he gets his funding because even in France, his stuff is pretty out there. It's, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure like the French government, you know, with all the publicity that he did on this and climax. <laughs> I don't think there is too much cinema that they show. Not even like a, a Christmas Tale or any movie with a, with Catherine Deneuve. They have so many flies, so many French flies. That's probably true. Yeah, it's like it's the movies. His movies are like the only ones that I see with so many flies, so many French flies. Yeah, sorry, it was distracting. Uh, maybe he will come back and you can also get distracted too. Uh, but yeah, so 5.5? Yep, that's what I would say. Alright, so what are we watching next time? I literally... Oh, oh we yes. are watching Hackers. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> we are. And that's not an ironic pick. I'm picking Hackers. You have to just explain, like, thoroughly when we talk about it, why. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Alright. Okay, folks, thank you so much for listening. Do you have anything to say to our two people audience? Uh, wash your hands. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>